the energy of source, of creation, of God, it's so prevalent that it's actually impossible to not see it once you have accepted that it's a real thing. I'm Luke Story. For the past 22 years, I've been relentlessly committed to my deepest passion, designing the ultimate lifestyle based on the most powerful principles of spirituality, health, psychology, and personal development. The Lifestylist Podcast is a show dedicated to sharing my discoveries and the experts behind them with you. There's one question I get over and over again from listeners, and that is, Luke, if you could recommend one product or lifestyle practice to really improve your health without breaking the bank, what would it be? And I have to say, blocking blue light at night has got to be my number one hack. I think a lot of our problems uh, in health really come down to being completely domesticated, cut off from natural light, sun, different temperatures, the earth, right? So if we want to live indoors and turn on the lights at night and go out into the world where there's blue light, aka this really bright, white, unnatural light after dark, uh, it's real easy to fix that. All you have to do is get some blue blocks glasses. You know, studies have clearly shown that blue and green light at night is a super potent suppressor of melatonin. But the guys over at Blue Blocks have the Sleep Plus lenses that are the most effective blue and green light blockers for after dark use. Proven to block 100% of the light in this range, which is super important. So these guys do prescription glasses, reading glasses, non-prescription glasses at a tremendous value. If you want to check it out, go over to blueblocks.com. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X, blueblocks.com. If you want to get hooked up with a 15% discount, you can use the code LIFESTYLIST. So the code is LIFESTYLIST. The website is blueblocks.com. They have a variety of different styles. And uh, as I said, this is one of my top recommendations, something you can do to really impact your health without spending a ton of money. Just get in the habit of making it dark at night when it's supposed to be dark. And thankfully, companies like these guys are making glasses that don't look ridiculous like they used to when I started out <laughs> trying to block that light at night. So blueblocks.com, the code is LIFESTYLIST. Welcome and thank you for joining me on a very special solo Q&A episode of the Lifestylist Podcast. This is the fifth solo show I've done. It looks like I'm dropping about two of these a month. You know why? Because we have so many fantastic questions coming from the Lifestylist Podcast Facebook group. And while I'm at it, I might as well invite you to join that group. In fact, if you were a member of that group, you'd be watching this live recording in all its raw glory right now because I'm live streaming to that group as I speak. But seriously, uh, jump on Facebook, join the Lifestylist Podcast Facebook group. If you are not a Facebook user, which I totally understand because Facebook is an evil empire. I hope they didn't hear me say that. I'm going to get banned. Just kidding, guys. I'm just playing. You guys are awesome. You can follow me on Instagram, which is owned by <laughs> said evil corporation. My Instagram is at Luke Story. And if you followed me on Instagram, you could also be watching me live stream this episode that I'm doing right now, as well as 99.999% of the interviews that I do when I have a guest. So use one of those two channels to uh, get more access to the behind the scenes action here at the Lifestylist Podcast. A lot of the things that I'm going to be talking about are probably 
available in my online store. It's a great resource. It's called The Master Market, and it's everything cool that I've discovered for your health in the past 23 years, everything that I use in my daily life. Um, In fact, as I sit here at my desk, I've got my hand on my Nano V, which is one of the coolest devices on my site, Um, not for the faint at heart ticket price wise, but it's pretty rad. I use it every time I'm about to record. So all the stuff that's just kind of laying around my house that people ask me about or things that I post on social media ends up in the store. And a lot of the questions in the Facebook group are pertaining to health products and things like that. So um, so that I don't have to plug the store every five minutes in these Q&A episodes, I'm just going to tell you that it's likely that most of the stuff that I talk about uh, is available at lukestory.com forward slash store. It's a great service to you. It's a great way to support the work that I'm doing in the world and the podcast. So lukestory.com forward slash store. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and jump into the questions now. Before I do so, I'd like to just remind you that I am not a health professional. I have no medical license of any kind. I'm just someone who has suffered a lot and has found solutions to get out of that suffering. And when I find things that work for myself, I like to share them. Uh, And I hope that I have the humility to admit when I don't know the answer to one of these questions. And oftentimes I'll point you to another expert that probably does if it's uh, outside of my wheelhouse personally. But I, of course, advise you to talk to a licensed medical professional before undergoing any self-treatment for any sort of disease, disorder, etc. I don't know if I have to give that legal disclaimer, but I feel like I do. Because when you're talking about the C word, what? No, ladies, not that C word that makes you want to punch a guy. The other C word that gets you banned from the internet if you talk about natural treatments. That's right, cancer. That's what I'm talking about. Brings us to our first question from Barbara. Uh, Barbara says, how about ozone and mistletoe extract therapy for cancer treatment? Now, this is strangely a topic that I've only covered once in 247 episodes. Uh, One of my favorite um, doctors that talks about natural treatments for cancer is Dr. Mark Serkis. And damn it, I don't have the episode um, number in front of me, but you can search now, at least in the Apple podcast app, uh, you can actually search like Luke Story, uh, Dr. Mark Circus, and his last name is not spelled like the circus that's mean to animals. It's Dr. Mark Circus, S-I-R-C-U-S. And of course, everything that I talk about in this episode will be available in the show notes, which you can find at lukestory.com. As a matter of fact, you might as well just sign up to my newsletter. Go to lukestory.com forward slash newsletter. That's lukestory.com forward slash newsletter. And every single week, you're going to get an email on Tuesday with all of the links to every single thing I talk about. Isn't that amazing? I pay, uh, I pay a pretty penny to my, uh, my friends over at Crate Media, my wonderful podcast producers, to put together uh, very extensive show notes. In fact, we're going to be improving those moving forward so that we include transcripts and links to literally every single damn thing that me or the guests say. So we've been doing pretty good show notes, but we're stepping our game up. So go to lukestory.com forward slash newsletter, and I'll send you the show notes every week. If you don't want to get uh, on a browser and you're on a U.S. phone, you can just text the word lifestylist to 44222. Text one word lifestylist to 44222, and that will grant me permission to uh, email you on Tuesdays. Anyway, back to cancer. Dr. Mark Circus already did an episode on it. Now, it's really interesting to be 
someone like myself who's been into natural treatments for everything forever, um, even pre-internet, you know, when you had to get little pamphlets and weird books from the health food store, or we'd go to like those, um, you know, those kind of like woo-woo little spiritual mystic new age bookstores, and they would have a lot of natural cures for this and that books and stuff. And then the internet came out and it was the wild west for a long time. However, now if you search for natural treatment or natural cure for anything, what you're going to get is a bunch of trolls debunking all the natural stuff that actually works. And um, many of us are aware of the fact that many of these trolls are actually (laughs) hired by big pharma uh, to debunk people and call them charlatans and... um, snake oil salesmen and things like that. So it's really funny. I just actually, while prepping for this episode, did a search on natural cures for cancer. And like the first two pages are just like debunking all the things that actually work. It's totally weird. So you've got to be pretty crafty with your searches now. Uh, But I'm going to go ahead and take a stab at this and, um, or I'm going to put some chemo on this topic of cancer. It's not something that I know a lot about, uh, I would say, because I have not had it. uh, Knock on wood, knock on mic, boom, 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 boom. Uh, And I've not had like um, many people that I'm personally close to have it. So it's not one that I've really gone into heavily, but I am interested in it and The first thing I'm interested in when it comes to cancer, and we'll get to your question, Barbara, about ozone and mistletoe extract because they're they're valid and cool in their own right. There's a lot more to it. The first thing is prevention. Like, how about we just live a life as a hippie biohacker and we just don't get it in the first place? That's kind of how I roll. So here's a couple tips. You want to avoid anything that has glyphosate or pesticides on it. And that might seem obvious, but what's not obvious is what foods actually have glyphosate. You can bet your bottom dollar that if you eat any wheat product in the United States of America, and it is not legit 100% organic, that it's sprayed with glyphosate. And some would argue that glyphosate is in the water supply in our agricultural system. And so it's in everything and it's just a travesty. It's also in most wine. Uh, I would stick to the, I don't drink wine, but I would, sometimes I smell it, you know, I'll be out on a date and my date will have wine and I'll go, let me smell that. And I swirl around and go, oh my God, I'm definitely an alcoholic because <laughs> like, there's like the satanic force that rises up from my stomach and just wants to pound the whole thing. But um, because I've been saved, I don't drink wine. Um, but what I do know or what I think I know, is that um, glyphosate is not too legal in many places in Europe. And so if you're going to drink wine, uh, wine from um, Europe is safer. But a lot of the Californian wine, I don't know, it's suspect. Glyphosate is otherwise known as Roundup. You'll see it when you go to Home Depot. It's that shit you spray on the weeds in your yard. Yeah, well, they spray it on our food supply, gets in the, the water table, gets in a lot of our foods. You might be eating like organic cucumbers from Whole Foods, but the water that's making up the water that you're juicing in your cucumber or medical medium celery juice is full of glyphosate. Sorry to be that guy, but that's just the world we live in. So uh, avoid eating anything that could potentially have glyphosate and do a little research and find out what foods are most likely to have it. Uh, someone recently told me that Not only do they spray Roundup on wheat uh, crops to keep the the pests away, but (laughs) 
they spray it on the wheat crops to dry the wheat. I mean, it's just so gnarly. It, we live in such a gnarly world and a beautiful world at the same time because so many people are waking up thanks to long form media and what got through the internet before it was being censored by the satanic monsters that now control a lot of the information that we hear. The next thing is avoiding blue light. Now, as I record this right now, and those, those that are watching uh, on the uh, live streams on my Instagram and Facebook can see, I'm wearing, whom am I wearing tonight? These are, these are my blue, uh, what are they called? Blue blocks. <laughs> They're one of my sponsors and now their name slipped my mind. That's so bad for a podcaster to forget your sponsors. Yes, blue block. Blue Blocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X. I have so many different pairs around, like my prescription ones are raw optics. And then I think I have like one kind of clear one from them. And I don't, I always forget which ones I'm wearing, but I also have uh, in my house, I just have all, uh, you know, amber incandescent bulbs. And I get those on Amazon. It's going to be really hard for you to find a good deal on them on Amazon, but you can go to lukestray.com forward slash store and, uh, you'll find them there. I just link out to the really good ones I found on Amazon, which I probably shouldn't be announcing because they'll sell out. And then my, my giving nature is going to bite me in the ass. But my whole house is basically amber light at night anyway. But when I work in the office here recording, I have a big heinous full spectrum though, incandescent, you know, blue kind of full sun spectrum light on because I need to be able to see what I'm doing. So I have the blue light block, but people think this is a joke or like a trend or something. Dog, let me tell you, man. I mean, you can go back and listen to all my episodes with Jack Cruz and many other people. The blue light thing, it's not just like some, you know, Silicon Valley trend or something. This is super deep, legit, verifiable science. Um, Being exposed to artificial light at night, especially light that flickers like fluorescent lights and most LED lights that are in a totally unnatural spectrum of light, trashes your melatonin. And guess what melatonin's main job is? Not making you sleep. That's part of it. And of course, if you get great sleep every night by tracking your sleep with an aura ring and using your Uller chili pad at night to make sure that you sleep well and all the sleep hygiene things you can do, what melatonin is um, most responsible for and many people don't realize is fighting cancer. Yeah, there are in fact alternative treatments for cancer that involve taking high doses of melatonin. And when your eyes or skin for that matter, which is why I'm wearing a hood right now, I I look like one of those little Antifa freaks. Trust me, I'm not. If you are an Antifa person, please stop listening to my podcast. You guys are whack. But I'm covering my head because the blue light actually goes into the photoreceptors in your skin and does the same thing as it does going into your eyes. So when you're under bright light at night, it crushes your melatonin, which affects your sleep, which um, doesn't do you any favors when it comes to cancer prevention. Next thing is avoiding GMOs. And again, the GMO stuff is starting to sneak into a lot of our food supply. And it's not like you go to the store and buy some crackers and they say, these crackers are GMO. It's awesome. No, they they hide it because of public awareness now. Now they say that most organic foods can't be GMO if they have a legit organic label on them. But I've heard some other things. I'm not really sure. We don't really know. You know, we're just kind of taking our best guess. So I do my very best to eat only organic food. I mean, sometimes when in Rome, you know what I'm saying? You got to do what you got to do every once in a while. 
I'll be pulling over to get gas. And just to keep it real, I'll, I'll grab a Snickers, you know what I mean? Which is a, just a giant GMO bar. <laughs> but It's good for my brain to just loosen up sometimes, but I don't do it very often. And when I do it, I bless the shit out of that thing. And I pretend like it's a big avocado, you know, or something like that. Uh, next thing is EMF avoidance. And I'm going to go into a 5G rant here in a minute because that's one of the other questions. But like, you can just take so much of the confusion out of the EMF thing in general. And by the way, EMFs are known to cause cancer 100%. You can look this up online. Um, Do a web search for cancer clusters, cell towers, cancer clusters, schools. You're going to have to dive deep because they're starting to hide this information from us. Hopefully someone will invent a dark web where we can go search for things that don't get censored. But what you'll find is there are hundreds, if not thousands of instances in recent history where, um, especially children, because they're more susceptible to EMFs because their brains are thinner. I mean, sorry, their, um, their skulls are thinner, et cetera, and they're just growing. They don't have the, you know, the immune system that an adult does. Uh, they get cancer when there's a bunch of cell towers around a school. It's a it's a phenomenon. It's a thing, you know. So EMFs absolutely cause cancer, and you know I'm sitting here in a room full of EMFs, so it's whatever. I'm not worried about it. But if you want to be smart, I think the the number one thing you can do is just get your bedroom shielded. So you have an EMF uh, building biologist come to your house with all this fancy equipment to really do it right. You need about twenty grand worth of meters. And I've got a video coming out soon uh, where Brian Hoyer actually comes to the house where I'm living right now and does a screening of my whole house. It's like a two-hour documentary. I don't know what to do with it. I guess I'm just going to put it out and people can watch it because it's, I think, pretty fascinating. But at the end of the day, really, you just want to shield your bedroom. And what that involves is hiring some spe- you know, special, especially trained people that are going to use um, the special paint to shield the walls and you got to get this fabric to make curtains out of it. It's a whole thing. It's not cheap. It's laborious, but once it's done, it's done. And then your bedroom is basically a Faraday cage and you're stoked. So protecting yourself from EMFs is really important when it comes to not getting cancer. Then avoiding seed and vegetable oils, except for the obvious good ones, the saturated fats like coconut and really great organic virgin olive oil. But things that you see in most foods, uh, like, um, you know, you'll say vegetable oil or cottonseed oil or sunflower oil or canola oil. These are super, super gnarly, very toxic oils, very inflammatory. So that's one thing I really do my best to avoid. Here's the thing, though. When you eat out in a restaurant, even if you go to a nice farm-to-table restaurant and get a grass-fed steak or some wild salmon... If you snuck back in the kitchen, they would have big vats of canola oil that they're cooking it in in most cases. So, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You can get some uh, vitamin E tablets from my friend Matt Blackburn over at MitoLife, and that will help to mitigate those PUFA oils, polyunsaturated fat somethings, whatever PUFA stands for. I forget, it eludes me at the moment. But uh, Matt's a big anti-PUFA guy, so he figured out that you can kind of mitigate that when you go out by taking some vitamin E. So I've been doing that. Next thing is to avoid grains and especially gluten. Uh, you want to avoid, avoid foods that are inflammatory and especially ones that aren't organic because of mold exposure, pesticides, Roundup, all that kind of stuff. And then of course, doing your best to exercise a few days a week. I've been pretty good about this for the past year. I've not been that consistent throughout my adult life. 
just because I'm a very Vata kind of guy. And I just like sitting on my ass all day, every day, honestly. Like my favorite thing to do is just meditate for four hours and just sit there without moving. So, uh, you know, I got to I gotta force myself to do it, but I have been doing it. It feels great. I've got my X3 Pro bar and I've got my Carol bike in the garage, which is a high intensity interval training sort of device. I did a show on a while ago. I also did a show on the X3 bar. That's kind of a resistance weight training that's super hardcore. And um, between those two, I, I get pretty smoked and I'm, I'm getting in a little better shape. But um, moving the energy in your body and um, keeping yourself full of oxygen and keeping your blood flow is also important to avoid cancer. And then doing red light therapy and doing lots of safe sun exposure. So those are just a few things. I mean, I think if you just kind of follow all of the things we talk about on this show, you're probably good to go. Oh, another thing is ladies, avoid mammograms. I don't have time to go into it, but <laughs> turns out they probably give you breast cancer instead of detecting it. Whole other story. Okay, here's some stuff you can go look up uh, to go deeper on the cancer thing. And then I'm going to get into those specific questions. Um, there's a guy named Ty Bollinger. And it's funny because when I went to look him up, it's like there's like three pages of like, he's a scammer, he's full of shit. No, man, he's a guy whose whole family died of cancer. And so he's devoted his life to finding a cure for it. Uh, I mean, I've never heard him say anything untrue. Um, he's someone you definitely want to look up. He's got uh, these events that he does, or I don't know if he's involved with them anymore, but they have one coming up here in Southern California in the next few months. It's called the truth about cancer live.com. And it has all of these health experts talking about natural treatments, avoidance, et cetera. And then there's an online course or like a sort of a video summit that happens every once in a while. That's called the truth about cancer also. So if you dig around and find that, you're going to be able to start to uncover all of the different experts that talk about prevention and natural treatments. As far as the ozone stuff goes, I'm a huge fan of ozone. In fact, I recently got a generator and I've been taking a lot of ozone. I also just ordered some and I haven't started them yet, but some ozonated hemp oil capsules which I'm using to get rid of some Klebsiella bacteria that's trying to wreak havoc on my gut. Um, you can also get, well, let's just admit it. I also got these. I was like trying to be cool there for a minute. Um, they also make, uh, well, you can get a, whatever type of oil, but hemp oil makes the strongest ozone oil and you can get um, suppositories. And those are also great for bacterial infections and things like that. Not that fun to talk about, but very effective. Um, so I've been doing the ozone gas. Uh, I do the ozonated oil. I'll put that on my feet or any kind of like um, skin irritations, bug bites, etc. So ozone is just amazing. If you want to start digging into the ozone thing, a great place to start is the Ozone Miracle. It's a short little book by Frank Schallenberger. He's one of the foremost experts on the topic. He's been working with ozone clinically as a physician for something like 35 years. He's got a clinic, in fact, up in Reno. And I'll tell you what, if I had cancer, that'd probably be one of the first stops. He does a lot of interesting things up there, ozone being one of them. Now, according to my research, ozone in and of itself typically doesn't get rid of cancer once you've gotten to that point, but it does really improve immune function because it's effect on cytokines. 
which are molecules that work with your immune system to kick ass on nasty things like cancer. So ozone would be an adjunct therapy, in my opinion, but probably not the only thing you do. But most of the alternative cancer clinics that I've researched, because I have researched a couple of them, I'm about to tell you about them, um, would definitely include ozone treatments as well as a number of other things. So I think it's part of the puzzle, but not the whole picture. You know what I'm saying? Now, as far as the mistletoe therapy, that's a really interesting one that was popularized by Rudolf Steiner, who was an absolute genius. And the way the mistletoe therapy works, to my understanding, is that there's an extract of mistletoe that you inject subcutaneously, meaning that you just shoot it into your skin or what junkies call skin popping. Don't ask me how I know that. Uh, but this is something that's difficult to do from my understanding in the United States. I, I know that it's illegal to buy the mistletoe extract here. It's one of those things I'm sure is used in other countries. And when it comes to cancer in general, um, most of the effective treatments you're going to find in terms of going to a clinic or something like that are actually outside of the United States because of the strict laws we have here. And the laws are sort of a double-edged sword. I mean, I'm glad that there aren't, you know, dodgy clinics here in this country where you go to get your cancer treated alternatively and they end up killing you with some, you know, wacky <laughs> treatment or something. But it also prevents uh, a lot of people from being able to pursue things. And one of the interesting things actually, and I, you know, I really avoid talking about politics on the show, but this is more of a medical issue, but there was an interesting bill that uh, Trump signed some time ago, maybe it was maybe a year into his presidency or something. And a lot of the things I think that he does that are cool, just get ignored because so many people just hate him no matter what he does. But there was something called the right to try act that he signed into, um, legality and the right to try act involves allowing people that are terminally ill to try alternative therapies within the United States, even if they've not been uh, proven to be safe by the FDA, et cetera. So I thought that was really cool. And I didn't really hear about it again, again, because, you know, the news is mostly dominated with he sucks, but, um, you know, even people that suck do really cool things sometimes. And on that note, another interesting uh, tidbit of information here is I'm, I'm guessing not for health reasons, but more for economic growth and bringing manufacturing back to the United States. Uh, Trump also recently reversed the law that was put into place by the Obama administration that outlawed the manufacturing and selling of incandescent light bulbs. I think it was some sort of green initiative to make us all on LED lights. So I guess the Obama administration would rather have everyone get cancer from flickering blue light um, then burn more energy. <laughs> it's like if we're all dead, who cares if there's you know coal left? Is my opinion. Uh, but Trump said, "Nope, we're making those light bulbs available again, which is super cool." So you can use my Amazon link to find those because um, you can get them now. They're considered decorative, but it's kind of a legal loophole. But from what I understand, uh, soon now that that law has been reversed, you'll be able to go into Home Depot and buy like really nice old school incandescent bulbs. Side note. Okay, a couple clinics that I've found that have great reputations in terms of alternative cancer treatment. One of them is called CMN, alternativecancertreatment.com. That's CMN, alternativecancertreatment.com. That's a massive medical clinic down in Mexico that does like 
every single thing I've ever heard of. They do ozone, they do the um, uh, Gerson type therapies, which means, you know, the juice fasting, the coffee enemas, juiced beef liver, which many people don't know. The Gerson therapy included that. They think it's like a vegan thing, but no, he was definitely using animal foods to um, treat cancer. Uh, they do the stem cells. They do all kinds of stuff. They might even do radiation. I mean, some of those things in you know the Western paradigm of medicine are effective, um, chemo, et cetera. They just have massive side effects. But from what I understand, that's one of the best clinics. And I'm sure there are tons more in countries where the laws are a bit more lax, such as Mexico, Panama, um, even Germany in some cases, et cetera. There is a place in the United States out in Arizona, the lovely desert of Arizona, called Envita.com. That's E-N-V-I-T-A, Envita.com. And like the CMN Center in Mexico, they do tons of great alternative stuff there. And um, both of those clinics, from what I understand, also treat things like chronic Lyme and autoimmune and other seemingly incurable diseases. So, you know, if if it were me, honestly, if... If I went in, God forbid, you know, and got a checkup and they said, sir, we have bad news for you, uh, one of those places would be my absolute first stop. What I would also do is I would immediately, exclusively drink deuterium-depleted water, which is known to be very effective for helping to uh, alleviate the symptoms of cancer, getting your deuterium levels down. I did, I think, three episodes about deuterium last year. Um, that's a certain type of water that helps you get rid of the buildup of this isotope known as deuterium. It's a type of hydrogen. And basically what that does is when your body gets very high in deuterium, which comes from eating a lot of sugar, a lot of deuterium rich food and water, it's quite abundant in the environment. Uh, it breaks the nanomotors in your mitochondria, which produce ATP. So Basically, you lose metabolic energy, including the metabolic energy to fight disease. So I would immediately get on a hardcore deuterium-depleted water program, as well as a strict keto diet. This is just me. I'm not telling you what to do or your family or friends that have cancer what to do. But based on everything I've ever heard, um, in addition to doing all the treatments, just lifestyle-wise, I would do that. Uh, There's a lot of uh, support for the efficacy of integrating NAD therapy into cancer. Also Rife technology, Rife machines, the biocharger, the photon genius uh, devices like this that use frequencies to help heal the body. Uh, As I mentioned before, there is one treatment that's sort of controversial, but seems to have some uh, legitimacy and that's high dose melatonin. Again, this isn't like go to Rite Aid and get some melatonin and take the whole bottle. This is under the supervision of a doctor. Also, uh, IVs, you know, high-dose vitamin C, things like this. These are all things that would be, I think, um, part of one of those clinics. You know, when I look at those clinics, like how I can kind of tell that they look legit is they have every single one of those things sort of included in their protocol. Another thing that's great is um, drinking structured water, exclusion zone water, and uh, Quinton Sea Minerals. That's a a purified seawater. I think I have those in my store. And I, I take that stuff every day. It's just an amazing way to remineralize your body or to put in water that's had the minerals removed. And there are other ways that you can restructure water. Another way is by putting a somovatic unit, which I'm going to talk about shortly, uh, near your water that restructures the water. There's also something called a Vitalizer Plus, 
that spins your water in a vortex. So you want to get your water as close to nature as possible. And there are different devices that do that. So as far as um, El Cancero goes, guys, I think that's kind of all I've got on that for the moment. Um, You know, as I said, it's a deep topic and a tricky one and and not one that I'm an expert in, but I have had my antennae up for it over the years because it's obviously um, something that we are facing more and more. And if you don't know someone who's had cancer, you will soon, unfortunately. And I think that's just due to our self-domestication and the pollution in our food and water supply, the things we put on our body, the things we put in our home, and more than anything, just not being outdoors in natural sunlight, EMFs, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm always looking for a balanced life where I can not be paranoid and be a total nut about all of it, but just kind of have awareness. And, you know, like I've got a timer on my Wi-Fi router. So when I go to sleep, it turns off, but I got to have Wi-Fi in my house because I don't have any cell towers nearby, you know? So what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to tell you what to do in a moment, in fact. But uh, when it comes to cancer, in summary, I think prevention and also just having a really positive, healthful mindset is really, really important because fear is probably one of the biggest causes of cancer. You know, the emotional toxicity of walking around with resentments and anger and, you know, a broken heart from trauma that hasn't been healed and things like that. So, I'm a big proponent in getting your mindset right and healing your emotions and healing your trauma. You guys know I talk to a lot of people on the show about the spiritual and um, psychological element of life a lot, and I'll be doing so more and more because I think at the end of the day, um, you can solve a lot of your external physical problems by just getting your mind right. So we'll be going there. We'll be right back at you after this brief but important announcement. If you are a discerning health enthusiast like myself and you want the best of the best, chances are that you've probably sat there and scratched your head at the health food store trying to figure out which CBD product to buy, right? I mean, this has happened to me on multiple occasions. They all make these claims. It does this, it does that, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone says they're the best. Who is actually the best? What actually works? Well, I found something recently that I'm super stoked about. It's called Onda. Now, Onda offers a patented, truly full-spectrum line of products and bulk oil, actually, that's not dependent on the use of alcohol, CO2, or other solvents for extraction. And their CBD is organically grown and produced in the USA. Now, here's the thing. When you take a plant that has medicinal qualities like the hemp or the cannabis plant, right, and you start stripping away all of the turbines and all of the cofactors that make it really a holistic, natural medicine, you end up with something close to a pharmaceutical, right? Now, some pharmaceuticals are great um, in a pinch when everything else has failed. But when it comes to a natural product like CBD oil, you really want the full spectrum of the plant and you don't want a bunch of junk in there when they got the extraction done, right? In other words, when they get the medicine out of the plant, you don't want to be adding poisons to it. So that's why I'm super stoked on Onda. I've been using it for a couple months and I got to tell you, um, I don't have time to go into the benefits and there's legalities, but uh, this product has been amazing for sleep, anxiety, stress. I'm super into it. How you can get your hands on some is as follows. Go to OndaWellness.com. That's O-N-D-A, OndaWellness.com. And what's really exciting is that if you use the code LUKE15, you'll save 15% off. That's Onda Wellness, and the discount code is LUKE15. Go get your CBD on. 
And now back to the interview. Next question. Cindy, what's up, Cindy? Thank you for being a member of the Lifestylist Podcast Facebook group. She says that now that 5G is on in my area, how to mitigate even when I'm just walking around. Clothes and hats. <laughs> I love you, Cindy. We're getting into tinfoil hat land here, man. And you know what? It's We have to. That's the thing. Well, you don't have to do anything, but uh, man, it's getting crazy with the 5G stuff. Here's what's narnar, you guys, is that there are certain places where your phone now will pop up and say that it's on the 5G network, but there's no 5G supposedly in your area. And I've asked a few guys around this uh, that I've interviewed about the EMFs and they're saying, oh, they're just testing it or that. I can't get a straight answer. But even like in LA, it's one of the 5G cities that they're rolling out first. But I've had Brian Hoyer over here and we went around town like freaking Ghostbusters with his $30,000... 5G detector, and we couldn't really find any of the signals around here. I think they're mostly in downtown LA, although I have seen lately on Franklin, for those of you outside of LA, you don't know what I'm talking about. Those of you that live here know exactly where I'm talking about. Uh, Up and down La Brea, and as La Brea hits Franklin between La Brea and Highland, and going up Highland toward the 101 freeway by the Hollywood Bowl, that whole area has really weird, funky little uh, cell receivers or transmitters that I've never seen before. So I don't know. Next time Brian comes out, we're going to go on another ghost ghost busting trip and see what's cracking. Um, so Cindy, to your question, the number one best piece of advice I can give you is move to a town or city that does not have 5G. And like cancer, now we're starting to see censorship online where you have big tech funding blog posts and trolls that are saying like the 5G health concerns are fake. I mean, it's just, it's out of control where anyone that has a modicum of understanding about basic science understands that millimeter waves disrupt cell function, like period. There are actually military grade weapons that use millimeter waves within the same range as 5G to disperse crowds. You can find videos of that online. Like they're literally... They have a little tank with a cannon on it that points 5G at a crowd and makes everyone's skin burn. Because in your sweat glands, there's little coils that are perfect antennae for these frequencies. It's just crazy, dude. We live in science fiction madness. It's just, it's nuts. So Cindy, move your ass. Get out of town. That's what I'm about to do. Every time I see one of those weird little cell towers, I'm just like, I gotta go. I'm out. I love the city, you know, in some ways, but what are you going to do? So you won't really know if 5G is present where you live because the big telly are lying to you. They're not going to tell you where it is and where it isn't. Um, The little transmitters are quite small. They're easy to hide. The only way to really know if 5G is around like your kid's school or where you work or your home is to have someone with the right type of meter that you know can test the frequencies within the 5G range and come test. Otherwise, you're just guessing because the companies that are installing them won't tell you. And so and the only way you're really going to know is when your iPhone doesn't work unless you have the new 5G capable iPhone and you're in like a smart grid city where everything's 5G and nothing else works. I mean, that's terrifying. I'm seriously like moving to Alaska and building a bunker with a bunch of 
rifles and stuff at that point. I'm going to have a Faraday cage bunker and I'll be heavily armed with one microphone <laughs> and an internet connection to do my podcast from hiding. Oh, Lord. Now, um, here's the thing. To your question, Cindy, should you be wearing you know protective clothing and hats when you're just walking around? I mean, honestly, I... <laughs> I wear my KTC labs. I don't know if they're commercially available yet. I think my buddy Andreas, German gentleman, gave me a prototype. You'll see it in my upcoming Ben Greenfield home invasion video and podcast. But KCT Labs makes these really rad high-end EMF-proof pants that block 5G and all the other Gs. G-Unit. And um, and then I also wear I wear those when I fly or uh, sometimes like on a long drive because there's just so much EMF in the car and I happen to be one of the unfortunate souls who who's quite sensitive to EMF. Some people it doesn't seem to bother them. It doesn't mean that it's not hurting them biologically, but they just don't notice it. I notice it. So when I fly, I'm a total nut. I mean, I'm wrapped up in my KCT like EMF sleeping bag. When I go to hotels, I sleep in that thing. Uh, and then I also wear uh, Lambs EMF proof uh, underwear. And ladies, from what I understand, they're coming out with some female versions uh, soon. But as of this recording, they only have men's, I guess they're kind of like boxer briefs ish. They're not like tidy whitey shape, they're a little more like coverage than that. They're actually quite soft and comfortable, surprisingly, because, you know, you'd think they'd be made out of tinfoil and all. But that's getlambs.com. I've also got those on my website. I've got a discount over there for you. And I swear by these things. Like, I, honestly, I have my old Calvin Klein black tidy whities Too much information, I know, but whatever. And I don't know. I always buy like 40 pairs at a time just because, you know, you never want to be caught without them. And I just kind of had to, I don't know what I'm going to do. Can't donate those to Goodwill, you know what I mean? But I put those in the back of the drawer and then I've got my Lambs EMF proof uh, briefs that I'm rocking every day. And I don't know, it feels good. I think the two most sensitive areas that you really want to protect are, of course, your skull, your brain, and your uh, reproductive organs. So I think that's a great idea, Cindy. And I have a feeling as more entrepreneurial health nuts realize what an opportunity there is here in the market that we're going to see a lot more wearable EMF-proof clothing. And that's a hint for you fashion-minded entrepreneurs out there. And I should be the guy for it, right? I used to be a fashion stylist for 17 freaking years. I just don't know if I have the bandwidth um, for that at the moment. But, um, you know, I'd be open to collaborating or investing in something like that because, you know, the fact is it's just, you're not getting away from it, man. Even if you, like I was just up with my buddy, uh, Scott from the Juice Ranch, shout out to the Juice Ranch in um, Santa Barbara. Scott and Aaron, they have a lovely home way the hell out in the mountains overlooking the sea in Santa Barbara. And I got up there and I was like, oh man, dope. There's no, there's going to be no EMFs up here. And I was like, my phone won't work, right? And they're like, oh no, I got full service. I was like, what the hell? They're literally in the middle of nowhere, dog. And they're cell towers. So it's like, it's just part of life now. And, you know, it's a double-edged sword. I mean, I love being able to be in the middle of nowhere and pop on Instagram and post a pretty waterfall. It's cool, but you know, what are you going to do? So I think the EMF clothing and hats also um, at getlambs.com or on my site, you can find them. As I said, they also make a cool little beanie. I have another one. I think it's from a company called Shielded. 
and um actually sleep in the damn hat like i am such a train wreck when i sleep honestly it's embarrassing uh, you know, but I don't like, I don't start doing that weird stuff until I've been dating someone for a little while. And then they're like, wow, you, you're really going to wear the beanie, huh? Yeah, I know. Sad, but I'm going to be the one that doesn't get brain cancer or burn. Um, so yeah, Cindy, wear the, um, wear the clothes and the hats, move to a new city. Um, let's see what else is there. I mean, the number one thing you guys is just hire a building biologist like Brian Hoyer to test your whole house. And then at least shield your bedroom. That's number one. Put on your own oxygen mask first, as it were. Then do your kid's room. Then do your office. Just work your way up. You know, it's going to cost between probably five and 10 grand per room. But honestly, have you priced out chemotherapy lately? Probably not. But just out of curiosity, look it up. It's not cheap. It's definitely more than five grand. So that would be the thing is like, make your home a sanctuary. Make your home safe. Uh, As I said, I've got like a two-hour documentary basically of Brian screening my whole house. I mean, we went through every single room, all my biohacking equipment, my Sonos, the Dyson heater. We found out some shocking stuff, man. I remember we tested the magnetic field, for example, on my um, electric toothbrush. (laughs) That's like off the charts. And I thought, hmm, what other small phallic shaped devices vibrate that might be in some people's homes. I wonder if they have a really high magnetic field, which by the way, disrupts your blood because your blood has metal in it, like iron, etc. So ladies, you might want to think about that. Uh, but you'll be um, able to watch that soon. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I'll get that out. And you'll be able to see what it looks like to have someone and test your house. And what's crazy is when I had my house tested, I actually thought it was pretty chill because I came up here with my own little cheap meters when I looked into moving here, uh, you know, it's the ones I got on Amazon and I didn't detect any EMFs up here, which is really one of the main reasons I chose this particular home. And then Brian has to come with his fancy ass equipment and finds my place is just a train wreck. So now I've got a EMF kill switch to turn off the breakers in my room because as it turns out in my home, for example, and this is why it's so important to get a professional to come in and test in my home, the very worst place in the whole house is exactly where the bed is. I'm not even joking. And there's nowhere else to put the bed. Like the way the bedroom is situated, there's these beautiful big windows and it's under a tree and it's like the house was built to put your bed right there. Now, one could argue that I could put my bed anywhere, go put it in the living room to avoid those EMFs, but I chose to do the EMF kill switch. So with a remote control, I can just like lay in bed and go boink and turn off those breakers, which I don't need at night anyway. So, you know, aside from some ambient RF coming through the walls and windows into my bedroom, it's pretty chill in there. But uh, I don't own this house I'm leasing because this is not where I want to live ultimately. Um, So I'm not going to go spend the money to shield the whole place, which is why (laughs) if no one else is around, I sleep in my KCT labs, little EMF it's, it's, I call it a sleeping bag. It's really just kind of like a burrito of a sheet that you wrap yourself up in and it completely shields you from EMFs. It's pretty dope. And then I also sleep on a Magnetico magnet pad that goes under the mattress and that doesn't protect you from EMF per se, but it's just really, really good for you and your immune system and just makes you sleep like a baby. So it's awesome. Again, all that stuff. Um, I don't think the little EMF burrito is on my site, but once... KCT Labs makes that commercially available. I'll definitely put it on there. And if you're not going to wear it, uh, sleep in that at home, it's definitely a rad 
for travel because hotels are off the charts, dude. Like every time I travel, I check my hotel room and well, not every time, but much of the time it's just an EMF toxic soup in there. So uh, kind of awkward if you're sleeping with someone because you're in your little kind of sheet burrito sleeping bag thing. You're like, okay, good night. No one can touch each other. It's a little weird, but you know, I guess you just, if you're sleeping with someone else, you each have one <laughs> and then you, you sleep like, um, what, like, uh, what's the religion that, that doesn't touch? I forget. I'll probably offend someone. I don't want to say, cause I forget too. But anyway, that's one way you can do it. Uh, and then in the home, I've also got my blue shield scalar wave generator. And, uh, I've got one of those, yeah, upstairs in the bedroom. And then I've got a couple of those that I always have in my pocket. So when you're talking about walking around town, there, Cindy, I would definitely get one of those Blue Shield scalar wave generators. And also, um, I've got something called, so I've got the Cube, which is the one in the house, and then the pocket one. And then I also have something called a Somavetic or Somavetic, which is a really cool device based on precious and semi-precious stones that you can put in your house. They don't have a pocket model, but you can put one in your house. And I also have one of those in my car. And actually I have a Blue Shield auto unit too that plugs into the lighter. Cool thing about the Soma Vedic, as I said, it also restructures water. And that one also harmonizes your environment from geopathic stress, which is really hard to do. And I don't think the Blue Shield does that. So I just have them both because why not? And I got them all over my house, basically. The weird thing about those technologies is that they don't like block EMF because if you block EMF, your phone and computer and Sonos and everything in your house doesn't work. So like you can block it, just turn it all off and you have no connectivity. So the Soma Vedic and the Blue Shield generally the way they work is by creating a harmonious field within your environment or on your person in the case of the blue shield in your pocket and your body attunes to that field rather than the wi-fi and the electric fields etc that likely permeate your environment and so those devices you know lean a little bit on the woo woo side and i know many people that are very scientifically skeptic want to see an EMF meter go to zero. And those devices just don't work that way. Why I know that they work is because I'm very EMF sensitive and I can feel when my environment is harmonized and not. And they've also done some very interesting testing at both of those companies, such as um, in the case of Blue Shield, testing um, farm animals like chickens. And if they, they'll go to a chicken farm or they did this one experiment where they did this, a chicken farm, which had a big cell tower mass next to it. And the chickens were having really crappy, small little eggs. And they were fighting like crazy and picking each other bald. And then they installed the blue shield there. And within a couple of months, the chickens don't fight anymore. They stopped squawking. They stopped pecking each other and their eggs went to normal, healthy size. You know, you could say that that's, I don't know how you could chalk that up to anything else. Maybe the chickens just one day were like, oh, we're just feeling better. But I, I'm guessing it had something to do with that. They also did a similar test with um, milk cows where they tested the fat and nutrient content of milks before and after the installation of Blue Shield devices on the farm, again, next to or close to uh, power lines, cell towers, et cetera, had the same result. And then both Soma Vedic and uh, Blue Shield have also done testing with um, live blood cell analysis before and after exposure on people. All sorts of kind of kooky, 
fun tests that are scientific, but not double blind, placebo, peer reviewed, scientific, you know? So for those of you skeptics, just go live under a cell tower. Don't get any of that shit. Have at it. For those of you that you know would rather hedge your bets, uh, like me, just get all the stuff, you know? I've also got an episode coming out with uh, Daniel DeBond from Defender Shield. So sitting here on my desk right in front of me, I've got this uh, phone case by Defender Shield, which blocks the radiation uh, facing your head while you're on speakerphone or even putting it up against your head. And it blocks, I think, 99.9% of the EMF. So that's very cool. And you can also get one for your laptop, which I have just... I have it permanently affixed via Velcro to the bottom of my laptop. So on all the devices, you know, there are ways that you can still have the device be functional, but you can block some of the EMF. So those are some of the things that I'm doing. And listen, man, with some of the stuff too, it's like, I don't even care if it's placebo. I mean, I know the three things I mentioned aren't, but people give me those little stickers you put on your phone that are supposed to do this and that. And I'm like, cool, give me all the little stickers on my phone. I'm, I'm just doing everything. Those little pendants, you know, that are supposed to block it from your solar plexus. Okay, cool. I'll put on 15 pendants. When they make a decent looking tinfoil hat, I'll be putting that shit on too. You can listen to Mark Langdon on episode 198 to learn all about the Blue Shield technology. And then I've got an episode coming out with the uh, CEO of Soma Vedic as well, where he explains that whole thing. And an interesting thing about both of those products, because people ask me about these a lot and, you know, do they work? How can you prove it? This and that. One of the things that kind of proves that these are valid products to me is that both of those companies have very liberal, very generous return policies. I think they're like a couple months, no questions asked, you get all your money back, something like that. And they each have like a one to 2% return rate. (laughs) I mean, it's like, what company, what technology do people not return? I mean, I buy things on Amazon, probably like, I probably return 20% of the electrical crap I buy off Amazon because it just has one little thing I don't like. And I'm like picky, you know, a tripod or whatever, just camera equipment, podcast stuff. I mean, when it comes to buying tech, I think people return it a lot. But the fact that so very few people return um, those two particular EMF protection or harmonizing devices um, says a lot. Because if it didn't work and you just paid, you know, in some cases, I mean, some of those things are a few hundred dollars. I mean, if I sensed no difference, I would return it. So the fact that no one does is meaningful to me. So I hope that uh, helps Cindy and helps the rest of you. As we move out of the kind of EMF topic, topic the EMF toffee, can you imagine that? Uh, the topic, I believe in taking precautions, right? So you do all the things that I just said, which by the way, you can find most of those at lukestory.com forward slash store. But I think what's most important is to really adjust your mindset, kind of like what I was saying about cancer. I don't even like saying the word cancer, to be honest. I don't talk about diseases. I, I, I don't even like giving that energy. And when it comes to EMF, I truly believe that if we have adrenaline and cortisol running through our brain because we're in a fight or flight response, and our limbic system is being triggered by cell towers every time we walk by them, et cetera, which mine is, frankly, a lot of the time, that that's 
maybe even worse for you than actually walking by the cell tower. You get where I'm going with this? So it's a, it's a delicate uh, balance of having awareness about these things, but not living in fear, man. There's just so many things that you can't control. And the fact that our whole planet is just blanketed with EMFs and God knows what else that we don't even know about. Honestly, if you want to trip out, in fact, look up something called HARP, H-A-A-R-P, HARP in Alaska. I think they have a few of them around the world, actually. I mean, there's some scary stuff out there. And if we get scared by the scary stuff, I think it makes us more sick. So that's why I'm getting 2020, man, is like reprogrammed the brain year. You're going to hear a lot of episodes about the physical brain, about mindset, about psychological health, healing your brain, healing trauma. I just did an interview with Dr. Daniel Amen, which you're going to hear and see. I did a full like video documentary of the whole experience where I had my brain scanned. And one of the interesting things he found, which I somehow suspected just because I had a rough childhood and have experienced a lot of trauma. I mean, I'm sure some people have more, but mine was a lot for me. <laughs> That's quite enough. Thank you. Um, he found something in my brain, he, he he circled something on the printout and he said, oh, right there. Yeah, your limbic system is very active. I'm like, yeah, no shit. That's indicative of someone who's experienced a lot of emotional or physical or sexual trauma, you know, that kind of thing. So when you're someone who's experienced trauma and then you get exposed to EMFs or a lot of chemicals, et cetera, it can really damage your limbic system. And so I'm investing in something now called DNRS Dynamic Neural Reprogramming System by Annie Hopper. We've been emailing. And if any of Annie's people hear this, tell her to get back to me. (laughs) We emailed. She's like, yeah, I'll do the show. And then the conversation just kind of like fell into a black hole. But I'm sure she just got busy. I'm hoping to get Annie on the show. She's an amazing lady who cured herself of chemical sensitivities and EMF sensitivities and has helped thousands of people heal just by retraining their brain using her DNRS program. So I'm going to be doing that. I'm, I just interviewed Joe Dispenza about changing your gene expression through intention and thought and prayer and different breathing exercises and meditation. So I think when it comes to the EMF issue and even any other pathology, cancer included, uh, so much of this can be dealt with using the power that's within us. And not even necessarily having to go out and buy a bunch of crazy supplements and products. Like I think the cure is within you. So I always just want to add that. Now me, I'm kind of extra, I'm next level. So I'm going to do the inner work and I'm going to do the outer work because I just feel like my mission on earth is important to me and um, I want to have an impact and I want to help a lot of people and I want to be around for a while and I want to have the energy to do that. So like when I got my brain scanned from... Dr. Amen at Amen Clinics, he was like, wow, I don't know how you do all the work you're doing. Your brain is very sleepy. I was like, wow, should I be offended? <laughs> That's like someone saying, you're kind of dim-witted. He's a nice guy. He was just telling me the truth. He's like, yeah, I've seen, you know, he scanned 140,000 brains. He's like, yeah, your brain is not in good shape, man. You, you need some help. And I'm like, yeah, no kidding. I can't remember like my own phone number, let alone another one. I mean, I'm somewhat functional, but I really think so much of our work, guys, has to do with healing our physical brains and then our energy bodies and sort of our etheric mind, if you will, the mind that is outside of our soul, our consciousness. And they're all tied in. And that's what I'm really working with right now is 
healing the mind, upgrading the mind to help it adapt to higher levels of consciousness. And between those two, I really think that that's a powerful way to mitigate some of the external threats. Fear is bad for you, bottom line. We'll be right back at you after this brief but important announcement. The unfortunate reality is that while, like many of us, I enjoy my technology, that I am very aware that our environment is completely saturated and polluted with EMF radiation. That's right, radiation, like when you go get an x-ray. So many of us might not be aware, but if you live in a city or any kind of urban environment, that you're just being completely blasted by cell towers and Wi-Fi and everyone's cell phones around you and all the devices and computers and all the luxuries of connectivity that we share, well, they come with the price. And you know that I've covered this ad nauseum here on the show with so many of our brilliant guests. And I'm always trying to find the balance between awareness and fear. I don't want to live in fear of EMF, but I do want to be aware and I want to protect myself as much as possible. That's why I'm extremely excited about our sponsor, Lambs. They make some very comfortable, well-made, stylish, completely radiation-proof underwear. And also, at this point, a great beanie that you can use to protect your brain. And when it comes to EMFs and radiation... There's two areas of the body you want to start with, one being the brain and one being your reproductive organs. It's really, really important, as you might imagine. Uh, Radiation causes cellular damage, DNA damage. It is not good. So I don't want people to live in fear and be paranoid, but I do want you to just change your underwear. You know, like your mom probably told you when you were a kid, change your underwear. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think my mom ever had to tell me that personally. Always been a, a clean guy. But you know what I'm saying? So I did change my underwear. I got a huge box of the lambs underwear. I chucked all of my old Calvin Kleins, whatever they were, and I'm done. Like I'm forever converted. And at least I know when I'm walking around town, driving in my EMF car, in my house, in airports, on airplanes, there's at least one part of my body, which is the second. Well, I guess the first and second being your brain and your reproductive organs, that they are not getting exposed to radiation. So this is something that's really easy to comply with. You don't have to change your whole life. Just change your underwear. Super simple. If you're ready to get on board with this, which I hope you are, you can go to getlambs.com. And if you enter the code the lifestylist before December 31st, uh, 2019, you'll save 20% off. Now, after New Year's Eve into 2020, that code, the lifestylist, will still save you 10% off, but they have a great holiday promo going right now. So get over to getlambs.com, enter the code, the lifestylist. You can follow them on social at getlambs too and watch their product line expand as they move into women's and some other different garments and things like that. So getlambs.com. And now back to the interview. So last question here is from Joanna. What's up, Joanna? She says, could you answer all of the same questions that you were asking at the Bulletproof Conference and maybe tell us the next big plans for you? And I'd love to learn more about spirituality. Awesome. I love it when people in our Facebook group want to talk about spirituality because honestly, and this is great. I mean, I'm happy that there's 5,000 people in there helping each other and helping me and I'm helping them. It's a great community. But a lot of the stuff is like about Hey, I got a wart. What do I do? You know, and that's cool. I get it. You know, put some ozone on your wart. We'll get rid of it or some some uh, oregano oil. There's there's things you can do and we can all help each other, but I'm more interested in like finding God, finding purpose, like the big picture, you know. 
the body's just kind of a spacesuit that we use to traverse our karmic journey here on the earth plane. And you got to keep the spacesuit working. But I love that you added that in there, Joanna. So what she's referring to is the questions I asked uh, at the Bulletproof conference. I did a couple episodes a while back called the Bulletproof Upgrade Labs All-Stars episodes. There were two back-to-back episodes where I interviewed people in short snippets doing lightning rounds and actually forgot what the questions were. So I had to go back and kind of speed listen to those questions because I wasn't answering them myself, but I will right now. And then I'll give uh, you some plans for 2020, Joanna. I'm really excited. We're now in December and actually it's, no, we're not. It's November 30th at the time I record this, but when this comes out, it'll be into December and I'm off to Costa Rica to Solterra Healing Center to uh, do some plant medicines and really prep myself for an amazing year. But here's the lightning round questions. And you can, of course, go back and listen to the Upgrade Labs All-Star episodes yourself. I interviewed, I don't know, 15 people or something. And we got some really interesting answers. I'll try to keep mine brief in the interest of time here. First question is, question to myself, Luke, what is one health fad you wish would go away? And that's tough, man, because there's so many bogus fads out there, especially since I've been at this for a while and I've seen so many different like extreme diets come and go and so many bogus supplements that end up being bullshit or don't work or are a ripoff or in some cases are actually really bad for you. Uh, But one that's kind of on the scene right now is this idea that all plant-based or vegan foods are good for you. That really bugs me because um, when I go through the aisles at my local health food store and pick up a product that's got vegan all over it, Most of the time, it's filled with a bunch of garbage like inflammatory seed or vegetable oils. It's got soy, corn, wheat, GMOs, and sometimes even corn syrup. So a fad that I would love to see go away is the fad that if a health product doesn't have animals in it, that it's good for you. That said, there's hell of products with animals in them that are even worse for you maybe because they also have some toxic ass meat or farmed fish or something crazy like that. But um, I would just like to say just because the food is quote unquote plant-based does not mean it's good for you because plants make a lot of crappy food and especially if they're highly processed. And in order to make foods like fake meat tastes like real meat. And by the way, if you want to eat meat that tastes like meat, but you don't want to eat meat, it might mean that your body wants some meat. Let's just think about that for a moment. But in order to process foods to taste like foods that they're not, it takes a lot of chemicals. And um, the more chemicals our food has, the worse it is for you. So that would be one there. That said, if you want to eat lettuce all day, go for it, whatever makes you happy. If you could take only one supplement for the rest of your life, what would it be? And that's a tough one, man, because if you go in my kitchen right now, and like I said, uh, on Christmas Eve, I've got a special Christmas episode called, um, uh, what's it called? It's with Ben Greenfield. I had a clever name for it. It doesn't come to mind right at the moment, probably because of what Dr. Amen said about my brain being damaged, <laughs> but it's uh, called a home invasion. Oh, I know what it is. Battle of biohacks. Uh, home Invasion with Ben Greenfield, something like that. And Ben goes through my whole supplement cabinet and that takes like an hour of the podcast. And it's also going to be like a properly edited, really great video as well. 
And so, I don't know, I have probably a couple hundred supplements that I take here and there, depending on what I'm working on. But I, I think if you like, you know, sent the supplement Gestapo over here into my kitchen and said, we're taking away all of your supplements except one, and you left me with one to take the rest of my life, I'd have to say magnesium. Uh, I would say if I had to pick between my magnesiums, man, it'd be a tough tie. You'd have to grab them out of my cold, dead hands. It would be my natural stacks. A MagTech magnesium blend. It's got like four different types of very bioavailable magnesium. It's tough to get some magnesium uh, molecules to pass the blood-brain barrier. And a couple of the ones that are included in MagTech do just that. And you really want to get it into your brain. Um, And then the other one is my Pristine Hydro more natural liquid um, magnesium bicarbonate. And I think it's called electrolyte balance. And that stuff's amazing just to add to your water all the time. In fact, if you get the pristine hydro under sink filter, which I have literally, it's sitting and if they hear this, they're going to be pissed at me because they sent it to me for free. But it's sitting in my backyard right now under, it was raining. I didn't have anywhere to put it inside and I got to get a plumber to come install it. But it's like under a tarp right outside my podcast studio in the backyard. But trust me, guys, I will install it. But what's really cool is their system actually puts the bicarbonate minerals into your water. It remineralizes the water after it takes all of the stank garbage, including all the minerals that are in tap water out. It's a great system. Now I drink spring water most of the time, but I don't like to be like without water if I happen to miss my delivery or, you know, for cooking and things like that. So those two magnesium products would be the one. And the reason why is it's just, it's not in our water anymore. We've evolved to get magnesium from great springs around the planet and also from our food, which has come out of soil that's rich in minerals, but our soil is very depleted and dead for the most part, worldwide. And so magnesium is just something we're very short in um, dietarily. Is that a word, dietarily? I'm going to make it a word. Also, because we live in this domesticated, highly stressful life, I mean, even if you live in the country, man, your life is a million times more stressful than it would have been as a hunter-gatherer going back 15,000 plus years ago, right? And one of the main things that depletes your body's stores of magnesium is stress specifically the production of cortisol. And we're all full of cortisol. All you got to do is look at Twitter and you know start looking in some politics and there goes your magnesium. Boom, you're done. Watch Fox, watch CNN. Boom, no magnesium. <laughs> so, um, you know, whatever. Kid gets bad grades, comes home, you know, just fight with the wife, fight with the husband. Anything you do that's stressful in any way, even working out, anything that produces cortisol is going to tank your magnesium. So, if I had to pick one supplement, and I talked about this in one of my recent solo shows, just because I'm on a magnesium kick, the more I learn about it, it's just it's miraculous mineral. And um, we don't bioaccumulate it, you know, like some fat soluble vitamins like vitamin A, vitamin D3, et cetera, um, might not be necessary to supplement unless, of course, you're a vegan, then you definitely want to find ways to get those in, uh, vitamin B12, et cetera. Um, but those will you know, stack up in your body if you're getting enough of it in. But magnesium runs through you pretty quickly. So I think that's why I would just have that on hand at all time. Next question, what is your number one free biohack? And that would be just being outdoors, getting sun exposure safely, not burning, but sun on the body, uh, bright sunlight and natural light in your eyes, on your body, being outdoors. I mean, that's the number one thing. 
I honestly believe that the number one root cause of all disease is being indoors, period. And that's coming from someone who spends way too much time indoors. Like if I'm here working all day at the house, which is the one of the weird things about working from home is like, it's easy to just kind of stay inside. So I make myself go in the backyard and work on my laptop or luckily I have a dog. So I take her for a walk a couple of times a day. I live in the hills. So uh, going for a walk for me is also going for a hike, which is nice. But sometimes I'll like realize, oh my God, it's 1 p.m. and I've not even stepped outside yet, which is really bad. So this is advice to myself too, but that's my number one free biohack. And it seems so simple that it's like, ah, what's that going to do? Can't I buy a $15,000 biohacking device or some crazy ass machine? You can, but I think if you get outside a lot, you probably won't need one. What's one piece of advice you would give someone under 25 who wants to live a long and healthy life? That one's easy. I was typing out the manuscript so I didn't just stump myself and kind of stammer on here forever. That's to find a God of your understanding and devote your life to service. I mean, beyond all the health stuff, beyond becoming psychologically fit and all of that, it's just, you know, man's search for meaning. Viktor Frankl, you, you, you have to have a reason to be alive. And if your reason to be alive is just to get more shit for yourself and to be more comfortable and to fulfill your instincts, you're going to have <laughs> a really miserable life in the end. So if I was talking to someone under 25... I would say find a word for God that doesn't bother you and get to know that thing and integrate that into your life and look for it everywhere you go. In every leaf, on every tree, in every smile, in every set of eyes you look into, in everything miraculous that surrounds us at all times. There's just the energy of source, of creation, of God. It's so prevalent that it's actually impossible to not see it once you have accepted that it's a real thing. And once you see that everywhere, that there's actually nothing that's not God, and I'm just going to use that word, even though it's triggering to people, to me, it's just short and easy to spell. Uh, you want to devote your life to that because it's such a, a benevolent, loving force. And God, man, you know, when I was, I guess this question is for someone that's 25, but when I was 26, I had an experience that just, prove to me beyond any shadow of doubt that there is something looking out for me and that the more aware I can become of that and the more I can devote my efforts to serving that force, the better my life is. And I was lucky enough to find that at 26, although, you know, it's been piecemeal. It's been a long journey. Of course, there are days I wake up and it's like, give me money. I want sex. You know what I mean? <laughs> the instincts are still there, right? The ego is still there. You know, want to be popular, rich, cool, safe, all those things. Have a big house, have a fast car. You know, nothing wrong with worldly uh, goods and achievements. But man, you know, when I make that first in my life, I tend to uh, become very unhappy. Next question. Who's been your favorite speaker at the conference? This is going back, of course, to the Bulletproof Upgrade Labs conference. Uh, by the way, uh, there's another one coming up in 2020. I forget what month. Maybe it's might be in March or something like that. And uh, I'll probably be going over there and hanging out, recording some podcasts and whatnot. I like to go over to uh, that conference and meet all the vendors and get the you know the new gadgets and the new supplements and kind of see who's doing what. They're really great at curating the tech hall there. And so it's a great conference. I recommend that you go. If you go in 2020, 
chances are you'll see me running around with some microphones, please say hi. At the conference where I recorded these episodes, however, I didn't see many of the speakers. So this is kind of an easy question. And the one that I did see partially was Frank Schallenberger, the guy I was talking about before that is not only an expert in ozone, but also one of the foremost experts on mitochondria. And that's what his talk at that particular event was about. So I found that to be just fascinating. And in fact, somewhere I have the login to watch the videos and I always wanted to... um, finish that talk. So maybe I'll get around that uh, to that one of these days. Okay, next question. And there's uh, four more here. If you could only listen to one health expert for the rest of your life, who would it be? That, that one's, man, these questions, I, I, I was asking my guests on those two episodes. I'm like, these are really hard. Like, what's the one thing of this and the one thing of that? It's, it's really tough because there's, you know, there's an expert for everything. Like if it was about just generally speaking, it'd probably be Jack Cruz because he's the one that's just nailed the light thing so much and just, you know, has really gotten to the root of the problem in the EMF thing and the 5G. Um, But he's also just very narrowly focused. So if I had to pick one, you know, I'd have to say Dave Asprey, man. I, I think that in terms of just being a wealth of information and being very well-rounded and someone who's just been obsessed for about as long as I have with trying every single thing that's out there and also being someone that really kind of understands how to read the data and the science, which I'm a little bit, I'm just not that interested in that part. I want to find out if something's legit and if it works and it's not some kooky shit that's fake. Like I want to get that far but I don't really have a desire to retain that information once I have it. And I think Dave's really brought a lot of the anti-aging stuff and what's now called biohacking to the forefront. And I've just learned so much from him personally in our interactions and used to do coaching with him a few years ago. And he helped me through a lot of um, health challenges that I was experiencing at that time. And I've listened to his podcast a lot. And I think he'd be my number one guy. And I'm, I'm going to cheat on my own rules because I didn't let anyone else do this. But I'm going to give a runner-up to Ben Greenfield. I have to say, if there's one topic I want to learn about, like let's just say, um, um, what's something I was just curious about very recently? Uh, peptides, injecting peptides, uh, which is something Ben and I did when we did this episode. I'll just go search Ben Greenfield's podcast or sometimes his website. And chances are he's talked about it for hours and hours. So he's a great resource too. So two honorary mentions, Jack Cruz, Ben Greenfield. But when it comes to health experts, um, I think Dave Asprey's just got a really well-rounded and um, broad knowledge base. Next question, how do you handle negative emotions? Well, how I handle them is I allow them to express themselves as needed, which is the shortest way through them and also the most uncomfortable. (laughs) So I surrender those negative emotions to my higher power and I realize that pain is inevitable and at least once a day, if not many times a day, I experience a thought that might then turn into a feeling that doesn't feel good. And I've just accepted that that's part of life and that the suffering part is when I resist those negative emotions or even, I don't even call them negative emotions. It's just, maybe I have a thought of a memory of, um, you know, a heartbreak or a thought of um, guilt where I made a mistake or a shame about something I was embarrassed about doing or uh, 
thinking about something in childhood that was painful or something like that, right? Usually for me, it starts with a thought and then there's like a feeling around that. And rather than trying to distract myself or run from it or hide from it, I just kind of allow it to be without judging it. And I also question the thoughts behind it. You know, the work of Byron Katie, who's one of my favorite spiritual teachers, is just her message is don't believe everything that your dumbass mind tells you. Like most of the time, the mind is fake news. That one's mine. You can give me credit for that one. The mind is fake news. I think I said it on uh, at one of my talks at Rama, the high love experience. I thought that was a pretty good one. I mean, it's it didn't come from me because it came from somewhere else. You know, no thoughts are original if you really think about it. They're all being given to you by collective consciousness or the greater mind or the unseen hand, as it were. But the work of Byron Katie has helped me a lot in just questioning my thoughts and not believing everything that I think and. In so doing, the emotional feeling that comes about as a result of thinking about this or thinking about that is much easier to surrender and work through. And then sometimes it's like, dude, you're just sad because there's been a loss and you have to feel through that grief or you're angered and you have to feel through that anger to get to the bottom of it, which is usually hurt or fear for me. And then I allow myself to just go, wow, I'm I'm really afraid right now. And that came out as anger where I was really hurt by someone's behavior. And it's not manly and tough to be like, you hurt me, man. So I get pissed. (laughs) Then I have to back up and go, actually, I'm just hurt. It hurt my heart. You know, I was open and I just allow that pain to, to, to go through, you know, it's like, so it's not negative emotions. They're just, they're emotions that are uncomfortable to feel. They're the ones that we don't tend to prefer, right? You go through a breakup and it's super sad. No one likes to lose someone that they love, right? I think for me, that's probably one of the most painful experiences because you have hopes about things being one way and they end up being not that way. And the thing's over, you know what I mean? Or losing a job or whatever, anything you have an attachment to, right? Buddha, you know, all suffering is due to attachments. And and attachments are good. I, I don't think we should not have attachments, but We have to be willing to surrender those attachments and feel the grief that comes as a result of losing them. So that's how I handle it. I just let it rip, man. If I feel like I need to cry, I just sit there and bawl. And then within a few moments, I'm usually laughing at myself going, oh my God, I'm sitting here crying like a big baby. And I find it hilarious. It's just part of life. Next question, do you have a spiritual practice? And if so, what is it? My spiritual practice is my life. You know, I live my life as a living prayer. Everything I do, I dedicate to the purpose of my life, which is expressing the will of my creator, however imperfectly that might turn out. And trust me, it's never perfect. And that's what makes it fun because there's always something to strive for. You know, the perfection is a moving target, it's elusive. I'm never going to be um, someone who is without flaw. And that's what makes life interesting to me. You know, so my spiritual practices, yeah, sometimes I pray. I mean, sometimes I really earnestly connect with my higher power. I communicate kind of with words in my mind. I give thanks. I give praise, gratitude. I ask for direction. You know, what do I do about this? What do I do about that? I sit, I meditate, I listen. But most of the time, as I was saying, Uh, in one of the earlier questions is I just have built a habit of 
finding God in all things, even in the things that are less than preferable. Looking at the world and seeing seeing darkness and evil and in all these things, it's all part of the duality of life. And so the purpose of my life is not getting what I want, doing what I want. It's about doing the will of that intelligence that created life, including my own. So I was created for a purpose and I'm doing my best to determine what that purpose is. And that purpose is to live my life as a prayer. Okay, last question. What is going to be the biggest biohack of the next five years? I think the biggest biohack is going to be people learning how to harness the power of thought and intention to heal ourselves through altering our gene expression. And again, this is going into the work of Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton. I really think people like that are on the cutting edge of manipulating reality to serve health and healing. So, you know, could be stem cells, could be PEMF, it could be peptides, uh, you know, different medical interventions and things like that. But I think the ultimate biohack really lies in the realm of our spirituality, our belief, the power of our intention, managing our thoughts, healing our minds, that kind of thing. I, I really think that we are capable of miracles And the reason many of us don't perform them is because we haven't been taught and we don't believe that it's possible. So that's those questions. Uh, For the last part of Joanna's questions, uh, she said, what are your plans? My big (laughs) audacious plans are to write a book, which I'll be working on in 2020, God willing. And perhaps these are, you know, these I'm kind of like uh, throwing spaghetti at the wall here. The book, absolutely. It's like dying to pour out of me. Um, a couple of them, in fact. It's just a matter of, you know, the business side of a book is who wants which one and if they want it. But I'm hopeful and have some talks in motion. Uh, and then some of these are just like, whoa, that could be cool. Uh, like this one, building some sort of membership or a high-level group coaching program where I can interact with um, people in the tribe a bit more closely. I I was able at some point to do one-on-one coaching and I enjoyed that, but I quickly kind of outgrew the ability to manage it time-wise. And so I stopped doing it. And now I find that when I go do events and things like that, I, I'll sit down and talk to someone and I really enjoy that, but it's not scalable. And you know, I don't think I'm best served sitting down one-on-one with people at this point in life. The next one is perhaps at some point down the road, launching a clothing line. Like I talked about uh, a little bit briefly, I think that comfortable, like clean clothing that's not wrecking the environment when it's manufactured and maybe even protects against EMFs and just, you know, doesn't look atrocious could be cool. I don't know if I would have the skills to develop that for women, but I know what I like to wear and what the homies I chill with like to wear. So that could be an idea. I don't know that I'm quite ready to undergo that because that's a whole thing. But if I met someone that was willing to do the heavy lifting and and allow me to do some of the marketing and and creative part, that could be fun. Creating online courses. Um, Some of you that have listened to the show know I totally dropped the fucking ball on my um, hacking, biohacking, biohack my travel uh, jet lag class. I've got it like half done. I just, I just can't finish it. 
it's just a thing, man. I just keep recording and making content and traveling to doing my thing. So at one point, I would like to finish that course, at least for starters. And then uh, in 2020, uh, along with writing a book, this is pretty solid. And I plan to offer some life-changing, highly transformative experiential retreats for our community here where, well, I don't want to give it away, but I'm going to be doing some things retreat-wise that have not been done, put it that way. They are going to be insanely cool because I've, I've been to many of them and I always think, God, this would be great if they just did X, Y, and Z also. So it's going to be some next level shit. And I think I should be able to do at least one, if not two of those in 2020. I've got a, a partner that's going to be helping me with some of that. And I'm really getting stoked about that. And I know when I get excited about something, like I'm really excited about a book, really excited about retreats. So I know the things I'm most excited about, I'm most likely to follow through with. And then for the last part of Joanna's question, as for spirituality, uh, you want to get more into that, Joanna? I think that's a great idea. I absolutely promise to do more episodes that focus on that moving into 2020. Now, I love doing the, you know, the biohacking stuff is great and and that helps a lot of people. I mean, I forget sometimes some people don't know, like there's glyphosate on everything. And so if I do an episode, like I'm going to do this Wednesday, I'm recording with um, Dr. David Perlmutter, the um, infamous um, author of Grain Brain. And we're going to be talking about carb, sugar, you know, Alzheimer's, dementia, stuff that that wreaks havoc on your brain. Not all carbs and not all sugar, by the way. But, uh, you know, so the physical stuff is important because you got to take care of the body to do the spiritual mission. You know, it's kind of a catch-22, but I'm definitely going to be doing, doing more shows on, you know, just psychological health, mental health, addiction, relationships, codependency, meditation, spirituality, all that stuff's coming. In fact, in the very near future, you can look forward to episodes with Carrie Ann Moss, the actress who plays Trinity in the Matrix films. That's a great episode. It's coming up here in a couple of weeks, as well as one with Gabby Bernstein. That's our New Year's Eve show. And then moving into the new year, a fantastic conversation with Joe Dispenza. So these are the three sort of spiritually based episodes I'm looking forward to in the very near future. And with that, my friends, oh my God, this was like a behemoth solo show. I try to keep these to an hour, but I think I just picked <laughs> three topics that were kind of deep and here we go. So thank you so much for listening. I greatly appreciate your ears. Make sure you join the Lifestylist Podcast fi- uh, private Facebook group. Get in there and ask some questions and I will do my best to answer them on a show just like this in the near future. And um, yeah, I think that's it. You guys get over to lukestory.com forward slash store. As I said, many of the things that I alluded to in my answers in the Q&A here are available there. And as I said in the intro, it's a great way to support your own health, your families, and um, also the show. And of course, these great brands. I mean, there's a lot of crappy health-related brands out there. I look on Amazon sometime and I'm like, oh my God, dude, people are getting so burned so hard. There is so much swag crap out there being passed off as supplements, herbs, devices, etc. So I think I've done a really good job of curating the real deal at lukestory.com forward slash store. So get over there, get yourself some discount codes, save yourself the time and hassle of having to do all the research yourself, because as you might have guessed, I'm the geek that's willing to do it for you. 
Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back at you next week with another episode. It's no accident that I spent so much time talking about EMF in this episode because I truly believe this is the greatest threat to life on Earth. And not just for humans, but also for animals, bees, the environment. We're we're doing things now that we're going to look back in 50 to 100 years and just go, what were we thinking putting millions of cell towers all over the planet? It's just, it's insane. Uh, Human beings have a very difficult time looking into the future and it's just the way we're wired. God bless us. There is one thing we can do now to protect ourselves very easily and that is to protect our brain and our reproductive organs by wearing lamb's underwear and a lamb's beanie. And this is something that's really easy to switch to. I mean, you might not want to walk around town with a beanie on all the time. Okay, I get it. But pretty much everyone wears underwear. Okay, now some of our female guests, you know, might want to wear some dainty, attractive lingerie at times. Who knows? Some of our male guests might enjoy that too. Whatever gets you through the night, as John Lennon once said, Uh, What I want to impress upon you is that what's more important than feeling sexy and looking cute is having nads and ovaries that aren't getting fried off by radiation. So if you want to save your future kids, your hormones, your reproductive organs, and your brain, it's really easy to do it, guys. Just switch out all your underwear to lambs. I've done it myself. I practice what I preach. Go to getlambs.com. That's getlambs.com. Before New Year's Eve... 2019, you can save 20% off at getlambs.com with the code THELIFESTYLIST. And then in the new year into 2020, you're going to save still 10% off at getlambs.com. So I really encourage you to support them. Um, I'm so proud to have them as a sponsor. I want to support more companies like this. If you have a company that is EMF aware, that's doing something to help protect us, please reach out to me because these are the companies that I really want to support. Uh, just like Blue Blocks, man. Blue Blocks isn't dealing with EMF, but what they're dealing with is something called non-native blue light. That means protecting your eyes from nighttime light that is not natural. You got to understand, we don't have to understand anything, but I'm going to get on my soapbox now and just say, listen, look back at our evolution. We've evolved for however long that is. It's debatable. Everyone has a different opinion, but let's just say a few million years in our different incarnations, right? And the only light that we've seen at night is starlight and firelight. Up until the advent of electricity and then, you know, of course, the incandescent light bulb, which allowed us to light our world at night, just like it's daytime. Well, guess what? Our biology has not caught up with that. We have not adapted to it being daytime all the time. We have something called a circadian rhythm and it's called a rhythm for uh, uh, um, on purpose, right? Think about the rhythm of a song. Boom, boom, ta, boom, ba, boom, ta, boom, boom, ta, boom, ta, boom, ta. If you break the rhythm, you're out of sync, right? You're kicked off the drum line, dog. So our body wants to be in rhythm with the sun. And I like to stay up late sometimes. I like to go out, like to drive my car at night with those bright headlights in my face. I like to be in airports and clubs and at the movies and all kinds of things when the sun is gone for the day. However, with blue blocks, it's super easy again, like the lamb's underwear just at night. It's so funny. Literally right now, as I sit in my office, I have a bright light on above me because I need to see my notes and stuff. Um, I just get too tired in here. And I have my blue blocks on straight up right now. I'm not even playing. And let me look down. (laughs) I have my lamb's underwear on. So, you know, I'm not saying like, I'm the coolest guy, be like me. I'm just saying... 
When I talk about stuff, I'm not talking about it just so these guys give me money. This is the shit that I do in my life to feel good and to, you know, not live forever, but at least to feel good for as long as I'm here. I'm almost 50. You know, I don't, I'm not that concerned with when I check out. I'm concerned with not feeling like crap while I'm here. It's not how long you live. It's how well you live. So get over to blueblocks.com. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X, blueblocks.com. Use the code lifestylist over there and save yourself 15% off. I'm telling you, man, switch to lamb's underwear, protect the, you know, reproductive organs from EMFs. Wear your blue box after dark. It's like not that complicated. And those two things alone will change your life. Now, if you want to work on sleep and calming your nervous system, which would be my third recommendation, this is such a perfect episode because all three sponsors just are so compatible. The next one would be Onda Wellness, the highest quality CBD that I've ever tried in the world. And you can get that at OndaWellness.com. Onda as in Spanish for like where? Like, que onda? Que onda way? Uh, OndaWellness.com. The code there is Luke15 and that saves you 15% off. And this is amazing. Full spectrum, like whole plant. And Onda is not only really good CBD, it doesn't taste like candy. It tastes like a cannabis plant. And that's what I like about it. You know what you're getting. It's not fake ass CBD. The market is so oversaturated with completely whack products, in my opinion. There's some other good ones out there, you know, and I won't name them because it would be unfair to our sponsor, but there's there's a couple out there that are good. Um, and I'll have them if they're around. But when it comes to like the medicine quality, I like Onda Wellness and they have tinctures that you can just put under your tongue. That's what I like personally because I love the taste of it. But if you don't like the taste of cannabis, um, they also have capsules. And it's just a rad company, man. They're so good for the environment. They have beyond organic standards. They don't use any plastic. Turns out hemp is the hemp industry is one of the worst polluters of plastic. So where you get your CBD matters if you care about the environment because the hemp industry are massive polluters, not even talking about the fertilizers, pesticides, etc. But it's a dirty, unregulated industry. And Onda are just like, they're just top notch, man. They're all class. So again, go to OndaWellness.com. Use the code LUKE15 and save 15% off. And you can always find all of these products at LukeStory.com forward slash store. And you'll also find the discount codes there as well. So any anyone that runs promos on the show, anything you'll find in my kitchen or in my biohacking lounge at home, all the stuff I use to stay healthy is all linked in uh, my website at LukeStory.com forward slash store. So I know sometimes I rattle off a bunch of URLs and it's like, what, wait, what was that thing? And you're in your car and subway, wherever. And you're like, ah, well, I'll deal with it later. I mean, I, I give the websites of the companies because I think it's great if you can go to their site. But if you just go to lukestory.com forward slash store and click through on any product, since I don't sell anything, I just act as a, a conduit and affiliate for so many brands. It will click you through to their website where your codes will work and all of that. So just something to keep in mind. And the last request I'm going to make before we sign off here is that um, it would mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this show. And that's very easy to do on most podcast apps. Just click around a little bit and make sure that you're subscribed because when you subscribe, that means that each week, every episode I put out gets automatically downloaded to your device or computer. And uh, that means more downloads for me. And that means you're never going to miss a show because you didn't refresh the app, right? 
So that's really important. And then also, I haven't asked for this in a long time because I just feel like podcasters are a broken record. But if you could leave a rating and a review for this show, it means so much to me. You know, so many people take the time to write into my website and hit me up on social media and they send me the most beautiful messages of just how they've implemented things they've learned on the show and how it's changed their lives. And when I get those, man, I mean, I swear to God, I mean, you know, I don't always really sit and take it in. Okay, I'll be honest. But if I remember to, rather than just going, that's nice. That was a nice email and just moving on. Sometimes I do like to just stop and go, wow, wait, dude, you're having an impact here. You're you're not just having fun and learning things yourself, which is what it seems like to me a lot of the time, because I get so much benefit out of doing this gig, but I'm helping other people. And I love it when I get those messages, but I'm always thinking like, that's so cool. But if you could just take what you just said and make it <laughs> a review on iTunes, it would help me so much more because I'll still see it and it'll make me feel really good and inspire me to keep working as hard as I do to keep cranking out this high quality content. Um, but then it helps me in the algorithms of the iTunes Apple world because there are so many podcasts now, it's easy to get lost. So if you don't want me to get lost in iTunes and just disappear into um, the abyss there, Turn those positive comments or emails into a rating and a review on iTunes. It would it would really, really mean a lot to me. I get a couple a week and that's nice, but um, it's a really important part of being a podcaster. And again, I just, I feel like every podcast I listen to, like, leave us a rating or review and you just get sick of hearing it. So I never want to do it because every goddamn podcaster keeps <laughs> parroting that same thing. So I stop, but I'm going to start again because I'm seeing like, man, I know more people are downloading this than are leaving ratings and reviews. So that would be my one ask for you today. And more than anything, I just want to thank you so much for listening. If you're still hearing my voice right now, man, we're a couple hours in here and that means you are a super fan. And for that, I truly love you. I'll be back on Tuesday with our regular programming with Red Pilled, Breaking Free from the Matrix with Carrie Ann Moss.